I wouldn't. I mean, I would do it for like. You want to be a security guard for fifty bucks? Uh, yeah. Especially when nobody's gonna show up. He, that security guard also has just an AirPod in his ear. <laughs> well, that looks official. All right, we are back for another weekly installment of Generation Oblivious. How you Indeed. been, bud? Doing fair. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. I did have a couple entertaining moments at work, mm-hmm. for the most part. I had an interesting moment last night. Yeah? Well, guy walks up to me. He goes, yeah, I'm looking for what most people call a burner phone. Red flag number one. <laughs> most people say cell phone. Right. The only people that say burner phones are, you know, generally law enforcement or law enforcement TV shows. Right. So red flag number one. And then he tells me it's because his business, he has a lot of younger girls that work for him. And he's just tired of the bullshit between him and his wife when they need to message him. Red flag number two. <laughs> Never really elaborated past that on what his business oh, was, good. but I'm only assuming, because the nature of burner phones and him calling it that, that he's a pimp. Could very well be. Or just like a, like he guards, like a security guard for the, maybe they're strippers and he or made escorts. It, he also made it apparently clear, or abundantly clear, that he did not want to have this tied to his name any way, shape, or form. Because <laughs> he even paid in cash. <laughs> Yep. That's too funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I love it when customers over-explain. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... Yep. They're looking for calamine lotion. You're like, well, let me tell you what happened. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about it. So I had a dude... They call uh, in the store. Somebody calls for help. And um, so I go up front and send my cashier to go help. I'm like, I don't want to go help this person. Right. And I just happen to look down the aisle, and it just happens to be the family planning aisle. And in the family planning aisle, there is roughly a 75-year-old man, and he's got a Trojan Pulse vibrator in his hand. And he's, Uh like, reading the box, which that just catches me, because not a lot of people, one, read up up on these things in the store. Like, they buy it real quick, and they're all ashamed. So I catch this dude in the aisle, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. So, like three minutes later, I walk back by the aisle, and he's mm-hmm. all the way at the end. We're talking, you know, 160 feet away from me. Right. He's still there, but he's looking at something different. And I was just like, is this guy, like, is it going to be a Viagra party? Like, my mind's good, just racing. Right. So, the my cashier comes back up from helping, and I said, the whole time you've been gone, which is about seven minutes I said, this guy has been in the family planning section. Mm-hmm. She goes, what has he been looking at? I said, everything. He's looking at the vibrators. He's looking at the the like over-the-counter boner pills. He's looking at the extends, you know, liquid shots and all that stuff. Right. So I go into the office, working on my paperwork. And I come back out 12 minutes, 20 minutes later. And she looks at me, and she's ringing up a customer. And she looks at me, and she goes, he's still there. So I walk all the way down and look down the aisle, and he is still in that section. <laughs> so, and it's just off camera, so I really can't tell how long the guy's been here. But I'm right. just like, man, this guy is planning something crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm walking back past the cashier. I said, how long has he been in here? And she's like, he's been in here for at least 40 minutes. 
Because he came in and asked where the ibuprofen was. And I was like, that's weird that you asked for ibuprofen and now you're looking at the sex stuff. Right. When there is a legitimate intimate treasures in town. I was mm-hmm. just like, this guy, and this is where my mind went, I said, this guy's planning to do some anal. Either he's receiving or he's going to be giving it to right. somebody and he wants some ibuprofen to help with the inflammation and pain. Mm-hmm. So I go back to the back room and I'm doing some stuff and I come back five minutes later and she's like, I can't find him. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, he didn't leave, but I can't find him. He, I don't know if he snuck out. Like, I don't know. So I walk back to the back of the store mm-hmm. and he's at the end cap with uh, some reading glasses and he's reading a bottle of lube. <laughs> And, like, it was one of those, like, I wasn't expecting him, so I come around the corner real hard, and I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And I jump back, and he looks at me, and I look at him, and he goes, you have young eyes. And he hands me the bottle of ibuprofen, and he's like, how many of these do I take? I was like, uh, one every four to six hours, no more than six per day. Mm-hmm. He goes, okay. He goes, I have a question about this lube. <laughs> and I was like, I, no. <laughs> Like, if you're 75 and you don't know how to do it, I'm not showing you. Mm-hmm. And so he hands me this lube, and he's like, Now, this here is a silicone base. And when I go to the sex shop, I get the water base, which is a little bit of water and a lot of silicone. You know, so is this one a little bit of silicone and a lot of water? And I had to sit there and pretend <laughs> read this package. And I was like, I don't know. And I give it back to him, and he's like, Yeah, down at the sex shop, you know, they can... I guess that's their business, so they know more about it. And I was like, yeah, not many people want to talk to me about their lube they're buying. So an hour and a half, roughly, mm-hmm. from this guy entering the store to leaving. And all he bought was a bottle of ibuprofen. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it, and it was just, I mean... I know it's not that funny of a story, but it was just out of this world. Like you, cause I did like my work isn't that exciting. So I right. get used to like dull shit happening all the time. Mm. So an old guy spending about an hour in the sexual AIDS department, mm. just really, uh, that's a new one. Yeah. We had a good time making fun of him for the rest of the night, you know, which is, right. which is dangerous. And like, I'm a, in a store full of girls. Right. <laughs> so I really had to watch what I said. But it was comical. Dirty, mm-hmm. horny old man. I don't know what he's doing, but... Right. I couldn't help him. So, any... One, my, my old store that I came from at Walmart, um, mm-hmm. they lost their 24-hour status. Mm. So... I can only hope my store does that. <laughs> Well, I don't, yeah. Because one of my buddies that I still talk to, he's like driving a decent ways to work to be in a store overnight. Right. Now, because he was the overnight support manager. So, and I, I know a bunch of people who just like quit. Like, I don't know if they were offered severance packages. Nobody said anything about a severance. They just said right. that they were, they were quitting because I imagine they didn't have any. You know they're not gonna cut all. They're not gonna. They're not gonna turn a store off from twenty four hours, make him shut the door, and then keep that much payroll on the clock. Like 
on the books, so I can only imagine that all of Third Shift, if there wasn't an opening, they could either transfer stores or they could quit. Right. But I didn't know if your store was planning on going that you've heard. Not yet, but I know we're they're not using payroll. At all. Yeah. I was told at least eight full time put or associates could be hired. Eight? At least. Dang. Yep, so not using like five percent of their payroll. Right. All that's all all that's doing is your store manager's padding her bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what happens when you run a bonus based on a profit. Mm-hmm. Well, semi. Because they also have their customer satisfaction bonuses. Right. But the the breakdown, like my bonus structure is forty percent sales. You know, so if I'm missing sales, my bonus is fucked because that's forty percent. Right. So, yep. I think Walmart's is like sixty percent profit. I mean, they could have changed it in the last six years. I don't know. But yeah, we're lucky if we have like three cashiers during the day. Oh, I've noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just hearing those code sparks now is what they're calling them. <laughs> oh. No one's going up there. Fancy. There's nobody there to go up there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Especially when I'm the only person in my department, or in three other departments, right. for over half my shift. It's a great time. Sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. So speaking of terrible situations, got the first headline of the night. Mm-hmm. You tell me if you've heard this. Okay. Children of recluse Dutch family thought they were the only people left on Earth. What? <laughs> you didn't hear this? Okay. No. I wasn't sure because this one, uh, this one, like I found like the day after we recorded our last one. Okay. So it's been out in the news for a little bit, and I've actually heard it covered. On the night of October fifth, Jan Zon von Dorsten. Mm-hmm. walked into his local bar in a rural rural part of the Netherlands. But the 25-year-old with long, shaggy beard and loose-fitting, outdated clothing arrived as the bar was closing and was sent home. He tried again eight days later. This time, over five pints of beer, he told the owner of the bar that he had been living in isolation with his family for the past nine years and needed help. Since the story first broke on Tuesday, October 15th, most bizarre details have emerged. At this point, there have been two arrests for deprivation of liberty and money laundering, potential cult connections, and report that the family was waiting on the end of days. The fuck? There are still many unanswered questions, but here's what we know so far. The escape wins... Zon von Dorsten ventured out on Sunday, October 13th. It wasn't only for a beer. He was looking to escape and turned to Chris Westerbeck, the owner of Cafe de Castelline, for assistance, telling him about his isolated living conditions. Later, he also said that he had a brother and sister who lived in the farm. He was the oldest and wanted to put an end to the way they lived. Westerbeck told Dutch broadcaster... Ooh, I'm not even going to try that one. When Zon von Dorstein uh, asked Westerbeck for help, he called the police. They came and talked to him in the car for a long time and took him away. I heard him say say to them, I, 
I don't exist in this world. I don't exist in your computer. Mm-hmm. And while Dorstein, who wasn't born in the area and may not have been registered when he was brought to the town, may have had an entry in the town, may not have had an entry into the town records, it appears as though he had a social media presence since June, occasionally posting to Instagram and LinkedIn, though it has not been yet confirmed that he has been operating the accounts himself. When the police arrived at the bar on Sunday, they took Dorstein with them and then searched the farmhouse in Runerwald, where he said he had been living with his five siblings and father for the past nine years. Once inside, the police found a hidden staircase leading to the basement, located behind a cupboard in the living room. Once in the basement, the police found a 67-year-old man thought to be the father of the family and five other people between the ages of 18 and 25. And as Dorsten warned, the police were unable to locate any records proving that the members of the family were residents of the municipality. Despite them living in the area for at least nine years, contributing to the idea that they may have been relocated and held there against their will. And local mayor, Roger DeGroote, said in a press conference that the mother of the family died before the family moved into the farmhouse. So, and this story just keeps going on and on and on. Damn. So nine years living in a basement. Clearly they had to go out to get water or food. Well, there was a there was a third uh, another party. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another man that ran the farm and had been giving them food and water. Hmm. Wow. So for the kid that was eighteen, he went in there when he was nine. So you know he remembers a little bit, mm-hmm. but that would be fucked up, right? And you know they weren't kept up with schooling, so they're dumb as shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you've heard of this one. Tupac Shakur arrested in Johnson City. No. You didn't hear that? Mm-mm. Tupac A. Shakur was arrested Saturday in Johnson City after pulling a knife on police, according to the news release. This is a white guy, isn't it? It is. I know of him, actually. <laughs> I know of him. But he didn't tell you his name was Tupac Shakur? No, no. We knew him as Tupac because he had his name legally changed. He never told us his last name. Oh. He would come into Walmart on a daily basis buying burner phones (laughs) for his drug sales. Oh, yeah. The 40-year-old Elizabethan man was charged with aggravated assault, resisting arrest, simple possession of methamphetamine, and having unlawful drug paraphernalia. Mm Mm-hmm. Police were called... About Shakur, who had warrants out for his arrest from the Carter County Sheriff's Department as they arrived, police saw a vehicle leaving with secure Shakur inside. The vehicle was later found where Shakur was... Damn, why can I not say that name? Shakur. Tupac Shakur. Shakur. Mm-hmm. Fuck. They uh, found the car where he was sitting in the passenger seat. Police tried to place him in custody, and he pulled away, reaching... At his waistband, whoops, he tried to turn towards officers with a knife in his hand before they took him to the ground. He was subdued after a brief struggle. Lucky he didn't get shot. It's all that skin color. (laughs) No kidding. 
His full name is Tupac Amaru Shakur, is identical to that of the late rapper. So Tupac lives! He's just in Northeast Tennessee and he's a white man. Mm-hmm. Dealing with meth. <laughs> so, for those of you who have been with us for a little while, in the past six months we've had a Luke Skywalker get arrested and a Tupac Shakur. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the place to be. Next, next it'll be Aaron Elvis Presley. And I told you a couple weeks ago that I knew somebody that her name was John Wayne. Mm-hmm. I sent myself one, and then after I talked to the wifey, it's probably not as good a story as I made it out to be. Okay. But always, the, the tampon... Maxi pad people. Mm-hmm. Always to remove feminine symbol from the packaging to be inclusive of transgender customers. Okay. That just confused me. Like, if you were a dude going to a woman, why would you still fuck with tampons? <laughs> I don't know if I want to bring this story up or not. Uh oh. I know someone who was in that community. Yeah. Or I did knew someone who was in that community. Yeah. They didn't know we knew this. Okay. This was one of our Final Fantasy fourteen buddies. Okay. It was a, a dude? It was a girl. It, it was a guy that turned to a girl. Okay. He did not know we know that. Okay. Because before he uh, realized and delinked everything from his Discord channel, one of us had found it. Uh-oh. And so one day, we hear him say... Or hear her say that uh, it's her time of the month and that she can't play. We knew that was bullshit. <laughs> so you it knew her as hard. a girl. Like, did you? She never knew that she was a dude. We no. Or formerly a dude. No. Okay. But we found it. Uh, so found we knew. Out. Okay. We knew bef- when they said that 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 was bullshit. <laughs> How embarrassing would that be? Like, I got my period. No, we didn't don't. call them out on it. We just kept it to ourselves, chuckling and laughing about it, because that was the dumbest excuse to give us. Yeah. Just say you you have a headache or you're right. not into yeah. it. Why I that? Just, I, and I've, I, because used to, I felt like I was obligated to play, so I would play when I really wasn't feeling like it. Mm. And then I just got to the point, I was like, guys, I'm fucking tired. It's, it's 8.15. I'm going to go to bed. Like, yes, yeah. I'm going to bed at 8.15. And then, eventually we replaced that person because the times just weren't working right. anymore. And the next person we got was some girl from Britain that straight up had short-term memory loss. Oh, Jesus. That was a fun time. Man, you guys are like the super troop of fucking Final Fantasy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was, it was one after another. Well, I went to a restaurant. Well, I guess fast food, I went to the drive-thru. And I pull up, and one, like, shit, dropped my phone. Like, I drive a Jeep, so my Jeep sets up. It's not as high as a lot of trucks, but it sets up off the ground. And typically, like, I can look, I'm looking at the person in the window eye to eye. Mm -hmm. Like, the the drive-thru window opens, and Mm -hmm. I have to look up at this person. Mm -hmm. And... It wanted to be identified as a girl, so mm. I'm gonna call it a girl. Mm. It definitely, for sure, was not. had not always been a girl. Right. It had full painted nails, eyeshadow, rouge, make like lipstick, 
had her hair done. You know, and she just like you can tell she put a lot of effort into her. Right. You know. But she w- she had to have been at least six six. I mean, two fifty, two eighty. So right. I mean, big old girl. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh hey. And then the door shut, and my mom was in the car. I said, I think that used to be a dude. Right. <laughs> and she's like, I think you would be right. And I was like, damn. Like, those are the people I feel bad for. Like, that would really suck. Can you imagine, like, Shaquille O'Neal being, like, identifying as a woman and trying to live his life right? as a giant 350-pound, right, 7-foot-2 woman or 7-foot woman? Mm-hmm. So, this, this story may be a little morbid, but when you just read the headlines like I do, like, I want it to capture my attention... And then I may read or I may not read the story later until we sit down to do this. But this headline caught my attention. For many reasons. Woman is doused with gasoline set on fire at Taco Bell in Tallahassee, Florida. Do what? (laughs) A Florida woman is recovering from serious burns after being set on fire at the Taco Bell on Wednesday. Tallahassee police responded to the Taco Bell on Tuesday evening and discovered that a woman had been doused in gasoline and set ablaze. The fuck? The victim, who had been identified, was airlifted to the hospital with serious injuries. You know, you gotta watch out for that fire sauce. Right. (laughs) Right. It'll get you. The incident is being investigated by by Tallahassee police as well as the state fire marshal and Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives. That's neither of them. You can go away now. Which together have classified the crime as attempted murder. Of course it was. The suspect, Mia Williams, 32, fled the scene but was arrested by police at 5 a.m. And here's the thing about using gasoline. That shit, you cannot get that smell off of you. Mm -mm. Like, you can take a shower, you can wash, you can use soap, shampoo. Right. It is not coming off. Police did not release any future details including on what if any relationship there was between Williams and the victim I later read that one of them was a trans woman mm-hmm. who used to be a man and tra- transitioned to a girl Right. I think it was the one that got burned that doesn't surprise me they are more likely to be targeted for violence Yeah, I don't know. At one time, I don't know. Like, I was always, like, I guess lumped into that crowd, you know? Like, for whatever reason, they were just like, oh, there's there's Mark, this big, bigger white guy. Like, he probably hates all ethnicities, mm-hmm. you know? And I really didn't. Right. So, like, and I really, like, I wouldn't care, but I could I could see myself being put in that position where I would have to do something, right. you know? Like, I would only get mad if, like, you know, I was, I know this term isn't acceptable anymore, but I would get mad if I was tranny tricked. Mm-hmm. Like, making out with some girl, I feel like she should be like, hey, hey, just Pocket so you know. Sausage, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I meet that girl from Bojangles, and she's just like, you know, I got two pieces and a biscuit downstairs, just so you know. And I'd be like, thank you for telling me. I'm going to go throw up in the bathroom now. And that would probably be it. Right. But if, if, if you handle her giblets... Ah, that that would be a different story. Mm-hmm. That'd be scary, right? 
on the lighter side, which I still I would like to do this, but I think I'm gonna have to shave my beard. Mm-hmm. Robotics company is offering $125,000 if you'll let a robot use your face. All right. Right? And here's the preceding article. Ever wonder why all the T-800 model Terminators looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Presumably, at some point in the fictional world, there was a real person who served as the model for Skynet's advanced killing machines. In fact, he may have signed over his rights to be the physical appearance in something like a deal that the UK-based additive manufacturing company Geomic is currently offering. First of all, I've seen every Terminator movie multiple times. Mm -hmm. In the third Terminator movie, this was addressed in the extra features of the film. Mm -hmm. There is a character played by Arnold Schwarzenegger who is called Colonel Candy. But he has a very high-pitched southern accent. Mm-hmm. He And they, they're in the room, and they're just like, this is the man that's going to be the face of our Terminator series, T-800. And he's like, howdy, y'all, I'm, I'm Colonel Candy. Aww. And the guy turns and looks at a nerdy scientist in the back of the room, and he goes, is there anything we can do about his voice? And then the, guy's, then the guy in an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice says, yeah, like... We can change it or whatever he fucking says. Right. So I wish this reporter would have done, because this is exactly like the movie. Right. On the orders of a robotic company client, Geomic is promising $125,000 to a person willing to submit their face as the model for the new line of humanoid robots. The robots are reportedly intended for some kind of elderly care and will be unveiled next year. The most entrants will not... While most entrants will not get the 125k prize, the person selected as the face model will scoop up the cash in exchange for waiving all rights to their appearance. A few weeks ago, we were approached by a robotic company asking if we could help it with the finishing touches of the state-of-the-art humanoid robot it's been working on. The company wrote, In a recent press release, details of the project are scarce due to the non-disclosure agreement we've signed with the designer and his investors. But this is what we do know. The winning face will be a kind and friendly one. While everything is pretty mysterious at this stage, it assures we be entrance. It assures would be entrance that successful candidates who advance through the process will receive additional information about the project. We know that this is an extremely unique request, and signing over the license to your face is potentially an extremely big decision. Not for me. So here you go. You can make your submissions to. Faces at geomic, G-E-O-M-I-Q dot com. So what do you think? You going to do it? I mean, I wouldn't see why not. Right? I could be down for that. Because, I mean, let's face it. Like, I don't try that hard, but if I ever do make it in the, like, what are the, when am I going to need licensing for my face? Like, right. I'm never going to be a professional WWE wrestler. I'm never going to fight in the UFC, and I'm not going to be in an NFL game. What do I need the licensing to my face for? And who knows? This could be something that you leave for history to have. Your moment. Exactly. And if I do get famous, I'll be even cooler, because I'll just wear one of those black hoods. And maybe it could be like the Bicentennial Man. Like a robot that turns into me, yeah. turns into a human later on. And I know some people out there are thinking, Lewis... 
It's going to be a gay sex robot. I don't care. It's not happening to me. Yeah. I don't care if a guy busts loads all over my prosthetic face. Yep. <laughs> That's going to be isolated. I put in a ringtone. Yep. Come on. This is a good one. This is my favorite story of the week. This is the only reason we're doing a podcast today. Okay. Florida man. Of course. Arrested for sexually assaulting a stuffed Olaf at Target. I've heard of this. Yeah. This was X-rated behavior is the first line. Did you read the story? Mm. This is the first line of the story. This was X-rated behavior. A Florida man was arrested for allegedly sexually assaulting an Olaf stuffed doll. I'm going to tell you right now. I've read this article. There's nothing alleged about it. Mm-hmm. To completion. <laughs> Assaulting an Olaf stuffed doll of the wide, widely popular, PG-rated Disney movie Frozen in a Target store on Tuesday. Cody Meter, M-E-A-D-E-R, 20. See if you can pull up his Facebook. What? Cody Meter. I don't have Facebook, so... I'll oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. I'll do that later. Cody Meter, 20 is accused of placing the popular snowman on the floor and, in quotes, dry hump-ing mm-hmm. it until he ejaculated. Wasn't dry anymore. Yeah, it's true. Had his full-on wet humping. And until he ejaculated is in parentheses. At the Pine Pineless Park store at about 2 p.m., according to an arrest affidavit obtained by... TheSmokingGun.com Meter then found a stuffed unicorn in the store that he allegedly dry-humped before the cops arrived. So this isn't just an Olaf-centered nope. crime. This isn't... This isn't. He went for dose and got caught. Yeah, but there, there aren't any unicorns in Frozen, I don't mm-hmm. think. Having only seen the nope. toys of Frozen, I don't think there's a unicorn. Nope. So, there's a moose. Man, how great it! Elk, maybe. Yeah, sure. Why not? Caribou. Yeah, that thing. (laughs) He admitted these are his words. His dirty deeds to cops, saying, saying he did quote stupid stuff and nutted on the Olaf. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You never thought you'd have to see that word in the newspaper, did you? No, sir. Oh. Man, Olaf just... I, I feel a new song coming. Like, somebody with more musical talent should should write and record the Do You Want to Hump a Snowman? They should burn that snowman. That's an evidence bag. And I don't know what... You know the cops had to put on gloves. Be mm-hmm. like was, A worker just brought him like a plastic hazard, hazardous waste bag and was just like, mm-mm. They don't pay me to pick up jizz. Mm-hmm. That's a biohazard? Yeah, that's a bodily fluid. Get in your PPE, your personal protective yep. equipment. Got that rubber apron, them goggles, mm. hard hat. I'd come out wearing it all. I'd come out looking like Darth Vader coming up to pick up on Jizz Snowman. Yep. Oh, and that snowman's all white, so it'd be really hard to you see. You had to miss some and get some on the floor, too. Yeah, because to get off that quick, I just can't imagine... Because it's Florida at 2 p.m. Like, that's a prime, that's a mm-hmm. heavily trafficked 
Target. I'm sure. I don't even give a shit where it is. There's nowhere that you can go in Florida that you're not having ten people deep look at you. Mm-hmm. So this man laid on the on the ground, pulled his piece out, and rubbed it up and down a snowman, mm-hmm. and then shot off a batch on poor Olaf, and then got up and went and found a unicorn. Yep. Meter's father told cops that his son has a history of these types of behaviors. The arrest record said. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> so do you think it's a stuffed animal thing? Might be, but to do it in a public place. Do you think it's a both? Like, it has to be the right... You know. Maybe he, he was getting bored and losing the thrill. Maybe. Being up the ante a little bit. But, I mean, God, you could, I couldn't... What's I don't know what's funnier. If he laid down on that Olaf and started humping and was done in 30 seconds, right. or if he just worked that Olaf for like 45 minutes, and people just... Because it's Florida. People could have just kept walking by him. Right. And just, That's Florida, people. <laughs> Cops charged Meter with uh, criminal mischief and said a stuffed animal had to be destroyed. Yep. Just... <laughs> Did you see a picture of the guy? No. Seems right. And he's got long hair, so in the his hair mm-hmm. would be rocking back and forth with him. Maybe he had some Bluetooth in and was listening to some hair metal while doing it. <laughs> no, it was Disney music. You know it was. Just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh! 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 And copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. You know, there's an old couple somewhere <coughs> going like, "Honey, I think that man's humping a uh, humping a uh, toy." Mm-hmm. What is this? That is not the story I clicked on. Go away. Okay, hold on. I'm having technical difficulties. I know, Lewis. I should use a different app, but I like the app I have. So let's keep running with this dry humping of an Olaf until I can get the next story pulled up. Because the next story is fucking good, too. Okay. You got nothing? I got nothing. (laughs) I've reached my completion, what can I say? (laughs) I nutted on the snowman! (coughs) Where's my unicorn? So do you think, like, did he walk in with a hard-on, or did he have to get chubbed up, like, behind a rack of clothes? I'm going to assume he probably slipped in without being noticed. <laughs> eh. He looks like one of those guys that would just walk around with a duster on as well. Right. Even if it's in Florida. Why is this... Oh, damn it. Well, it's a good thing that I watched... God damn. This sucks. Mm, What's it doing? I had a video. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, here's the headline. McDonald's manager hits woman in head with blender Blender. after she complains about her order. Uh Uh-huh. See, here's what I don't like. I love this, too. This... 
the news is already saying that the manager did the wrong. Yeah. Because I was like, man, like this manager, like, because I've been a manager for a long time and I've had several real heated Mm -hmm. exchanges with customers, but I've never touched one and one's never touched me. Right. And I was explaining it at work. I was like, in my mind, there's a velvet rope and I will lean on the rope and I will lean into the rope, but I will not cross the rope unless you give me reason to cross the rope. Mm -hmm. So I watched the video of the security footage. <clears throat> and the security footage showed this woman is up talking at the counter and she's got it. I mean, she is just laying into the, right. just giving her all the hell. And then she walks back to her table and grabs all, has all of her food in her hands and takes it and just starts throwing it mm-hmm. at the manager. And at which point the manager backs up. So I'm thinking. Uh, she had a very unhappy meal. <laughs> nice. Uh, so she just starts whipping the, the, the food at her. And out of nowhere. Off screen. And it's the it's the blender that makes like the mocha frappes and shit. Just comes and goes clink. I'm in fast too. Like because. Security video doesn't film film at the same rate of like yeah. television. Like right. it's like forty frames a second. TV sixty, you know. So <laughs> you just see this blender out of nowhere, just like like it fucking. I dreamed a genie right in her face, pong, and hits her. And I've seen people get knocked out before. I think this bitch got knocked out. Mm-hmm. Let's see if it'll play. So, and then the lady goes down, like, hitting the face. Boom, it was over. This bitch goes on TV, and she has the audacity to say... Wanted to get some? Here she is. And tell me if you don't think this bitch is lying. I wanted to get some Happy Meals and some cheeseburgers, and that was a very unhappy day for me. Brittany Price's injuries remind her of this day anytime she looks in the mirror. It was September 22nd. Mm-hmm. A quick stop through the drive-thru at the McDonald's on Coleraine Avenue near Ronald Reagan Highway ended inside with food she says wasn't right, flying at a manager and a blender hitting her in the face, shattering her cheekbone and breaking her nose. Um, I've had surgery. Um, I've had a lot of doctor's appointments, the follow-up, um, hard mornings, hard afternoons. The video shows Brittany come inside the restaurant with what she says was a messed up order. She's waiting and waiting for it to be fixed with four children in the car. She even refills their drinks to kill time. As she waits, other customers come and go. Yes, I mean, I wasn't the only one that got frustrated. Um, You know, watching the video, we see a lot of people that see me and her talking trying to resolve the issue and they're like i'm not dealing with this you know they just left they didn't even place their order the time code shows after waiting about 23 minutes Brittany goes to the car to grab the rest of her order to ask for a refund then it's like you're directly ignoring me so what choice do i have i don't have to put up with this so i went and got the food i want my money back and that's kind of where it, where it all goes from there. The video shows about 25 minutes after she first entered the store, Brittany throws multiple bags of food at the manager. The manager apparently throws a blender right. at Brittany, and it ricochets off her face, knocking her to the ground. Some people would say, well, 
maybe you shouldn't have thrown the food. When you look back at it, is it one of those things where it's like hindsight 2020 or how does that? I mean, I definitely don't feel like there would have been a different result. I feel like even if we would have just went verbal back and forth, that it still would have escalated to something else. That is fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. That is just that it, when I heard that it sent me, I said, you deserve everything you got. Yep. Like, I hope McDonald's backs you up. And I hope the court system backs up McDonald's and tells her to go fuck herself. But first of all, she was knocked out on her feet by that blender. Even though right. it was a quick second, I've seen, I've watched a lot of MMA. She was out on her damn feet. She, right. Whoa. But you see how that blender just comes out of nowhere. Just whack. <laughs> mm -hmm. See, when I first heard about it, because I didn't see the video or anything. I was expecting the uh, blender for the freaking frosty machine and the uh, that like that metal blender right. wall. I was thinking someone ripped it and threw it. No, yeah, that's just straight up for like the slushies and the frappes. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, it's, it's like not even yeah. You know, if you have a blender at home, it's the top part of your blender. Yeah, not the base, just a little glass jug. And the most dangerous part about that thing is in the inside of it. So right. it's not like she got hit by that. She got hit by hard plastic. <laughs> But to say that she, to say that the manager was so mad that that she was going to turn around and hit her in the face with a blender without being provoked, right? And the, I've been that manager. Mm -hmm. I have ignored people and I have made them wait a very, very a lot longer than twenty five minutes, right? <coughs> so I've been on that side, and yeah, you are looking for a confrontation. You want that person to do something so you can inflict more pain and more misery on their day. Right. You know, but like I said, nobody's ever started whipping cheeseburgers and Happy Meals at me. Because mm -hmm. technically, that's assault. Right. I mean, she started it. Right. It doesn't matter that she was throwing cheeseburgers and that person threw an empty plastic blender. Right. Because a bag of cheeseburgers could weigh as much as that blender, just not as hard, not mm -hmm. as rigid. Unless that was her complaint. That'd be funny if the... Right. Manager gets knocked out, <laughs> like the little kid working the drive-through. Is sitting there, he turns his back, and a crusty ass, hard as fuck cheeseburger comes slinging, hits him in the back of the head, knocks him out the window. Right. <laughs> Double knockout. So, what are your thoughts? What from? Well, she's wrong about the whole it not escalating thing. She's just she's wrong with that. Do I think it was right to throw a blender? No. Do I think it was right for her to throw the food? Fuck no. At a certain point, I would have just left and not gone back. That's what I would have done. Yeah. I mean... Put, take the higher road. Why did she go there? Right. And you don't know how it... Like, there's always people... Like, they're... They're, they're customers... That they have already worked themselves up into a frenzy that they're going to argue, they're going to fight no matter what you say. Like, because. Go ahead. This also reminds me of another customer I had the other day. I literally had just clocked in no more than five minutes before this guy comes up. Hadn't even seen a manager, don't know who he is. This guy wants the track phone representative to set up his phone because he's having trouble. I told him, or I asked someone else, is he here today? He goes, no, they said they had him go to John City instead. And he starts fucking cussing up a storm instantly. Saying that he's cost us $100 that he called in for the day to come down here for this shit. And that we'd lied to him and all this other stuff. And then eventually he gets around and asks me, is the manager here? And not just any manager, the store manager. I'm like, 
well, I just came in, sir, so I don't know. And he starts cussing me up again. <laughs> and I was like, sir, I literally just clocked in. I haven't seen a single manager. Right. And he still doesn't care. No. He's just in a rager. Yeah. You know. And it was just the dumbest shit. It's like, if anyone had told this guy no anymore, he's one of those guys that were likely to come into the store with a gun and shoot up the stores and how mad he was. Yep. Yeah, so I, I still, I back, and I don't typically back the corporation, you know, swallow their Kool-Aid, but this time I back it up 100%. So I'm hoping, I mean, it'll be get settled. It'll get settled out of court. She'll get hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions. That, I don't know. Because how much... head with a blender from McDonald's. Yeah, but she threw first. They'll offer to pay for her medical bills, and then they'll lowball her something like five, ten thousand dollars for her for her trouble. Anything more than that, they'll go to court because. And here's and it's the, just going to be bad publicity for McDonald's, right. regardless the whole entire yeah. time. Right, they'll want that out of the courtroom, real quick. right? Yeah, That's what but they can keep it. They can keep it out of the courtroom because they're McDonald's. They've got corporate lawyers. That all they can do is just keep filing continuance. And eventually, like, yeah, right now she probably has several lawyers that are saying, we'll do this for free, we'll do this for free. But eventually they're they're going to run out of good nature to be like, oh, I'll, let, I'll pay That's for when this. you get them to wrap a contract before they turn around. Right. Get them in a botany contract. Yeah. But I, I think McDonald's, McDonald's could end this long term without paying anything if they wanted. Mm-hmm. And she'll just eventually either die or just drop the lawsuit. But I think I think she went in looking to push the manager to a to a point mm-hmm. because most managers don't get that mad that fast, right? And yeah, you could tell that they were busy. So yeah, it's going to take a little bit to remake all your food. Twenty minutes is a bit extreme, right? You know, and I. But here's my mentality: I would have said, I'd have went back to the kitchen. Hell, I'd have made it myself just to get her the fuck out of my store. Here, sorry about that, ma'am. I'm so sorry. Right. Take. Keep the keep the food as gross and take the good food with you. Uh, here's a free Sunday. I don't know right. if you wanted some. I mean, just to get them the fuck gone. Mm-hmm. But some t- sometimes you're in that mode. Like I've done it. Like I'm not gonna let this customer get what they want for any other reason. Only because I know I can keep them from getting what they want. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like fighting today. All right. Text message. Okay, never mind. Experts say cereal poopers are in it for the rush. All right. For some, they're no better way to get flushed with excitement. A recent rash of cereal pooping incidents in New York and around the country may have a simple explanation. One psychologist told the Post today, the thrill of breaking one of society's biggest taboos is clearly a violation of civil norms and police society, said Frank Farley, a professor at Temple University and former president of the American Psychological Association. But it's got a deep risk-taking quality. You are truly pushing the envelope and getting to the edge of civil behavior. He added that there is no rigorous... Research on serial public poopers and the individual incidents may have several base factors. There's no doubt that a series of recent incidents of people going in public has shed a light on what is usually some very private business. 
Mm. In June, Equan Hill, 42, a homeless man, was busted at Brooklyn Shelter and charged with hurling feces at two women in separate incidents. Last year, a former New Jersey school superintendent was nabbed in a sting, relieving himself under the bleachers of Holmdale High School. Thomas Travig... Wow, never mind. Fuck that. Has since been dubbed the pooperintendent of schools. <laughs> Tried to sue local police because they released his mugshot only to have the suit dismissed. Yeah, I can't do that. Chicago's mad pooper, Ken Hugh, 46, was identified on October 15th as a man wanted for using his feces and food to deface vehicles and storefronts. In another mad pooper case in 2017, a Colorado Colorado Springs jogger was caught on video dumping on a neighbor's yard on several occasions with the footage going viral. I remember that. Mm-hmm. The bowel movement bandit was Ohio's version, relieving himself on at least 19 parked cars over the span of three years, eventually getting caught on video but not identified. Man, that would be thrilling. You see your picture come up and they're like, we don't know who this is. And you're like, oh, Lord. I'm so happy I could come on an Olaf real fast. I'm going to start calling that doing an Olaf, just dry humping in general. Mm. All right. <laughs> not that I dry hump anything. I'm just going to look for to, to use it in... Conversation. Right on. And it's something of a global phenomenon. An unidentified blonde in pink running gear in Sydney, Australia, left at least four or five deposits outside a local public relations firm early this month. Australia has also the home of the Poo Jogger, with corporate executive Andrew Douglas McIntosh, 64, charged with public nuisance after neighbors caught him on film literally with his pants down. McIntosh, a manager at a retirement investment group, dumped on on the neighborhood at least 30 times. Damn. Well, the joggers, because my brother, he runs distance. Mm-hmm. He's been a distance. And he said that there is, like, you start running, and like so there's the movement and everything really makes you got to take a shit. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I was like, you ever poop? And he said no. But I'm out there asking the hard questions. Get investigation work. Damn, we're about at an hour. I got one more. Damn, I still got like, I got so many more. (laughs) All right, we got one more story and then we'll call it a day. And we've had conversation about this before. All right. And I'm the only person that believes in myself enough that I can perform the acts that nobody's been able to perform yet. Hunter dies after deer attacks him in Marion County, Arkansas. Okay. Because I believe that in a fist fight, you could I could beat a deer. I know. I I've seen, I've seen its fight movements. I know its strategy. I could fuck up that deer. I know I could. Now, are you talking about a female deer or one of the big male bucks? I would. Now, that's an unfair they advantage. Will have Wildly different strategies. Exactly. Now the, the the antler deer, the male buck, would have an advantage. I would fight a buck up to a certain number of points. Mm-hmm. And but and I granted I do not have if he like fucking does that weird head little side twitch. He's like man, and then fucking comes at me. I don't have anything for that. But if it, like when I saw a barrel. 
<laughs> but I've seen them come up on their hind legs, and if both they're if both if they're on if they're on their hind legs and they're coming up trying to hit me, I've got it. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fuck up that deer's life. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna have to go to the 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 forestry office and tag me a deer that I killed it with my bare hands. Do you have to have a hunting license for that? I assume. For a bare hand. It might also be considered un, like cruel and unusual. Hey, they can go look at it. I mean, it's not like I tortured it. I'd kill it real fast. Because don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit there and showboat and like dance around. Like doing, pulling the old uh, rope-a-dope. Like I'm going to go in and get that W and get out real fast. You mean like how Donald Trump's trying to make Congress <laughs> do with it? Because they yeah. actually use those same words. The rope-a-dope. Mm-hmm. The tragedy is on the list of odd hunting-related deaths in Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. I've worked for the Game and Fish Commission for 20 years, and it's one of the strangest things that's happened, says Keith Stevens, chief of communications with the agency. Officials said 66-year-old Thomas Alexander shot a buck with a muzzle loader. Well, that's your first fucking mistake. And being 66. Yeah. You're old, and you're using old weaponry. Come on, guy. What, are you taking it out with a fucking uh, slingshot? I don't know how long he left it there, but he went up to check on it to make sure it was dead, and eventually it wasn't. Evidently. Eventually. Fucking hell. Steven said that when the deer attacked, it got back up, and and he had several puncture wounds on his body. See, you always got to address it from the rear. Just like your prom date, you got to take it from behind. Mm-hmm. The agency reported Alexander was by himself, but able to call his family, who called emergency responders. He later passed away at the hospital. The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission said it was unclear whether Alexander died from those puncture wounds or from another cause, like a heart attack. Well, that's... You can't give the deer the W. Like that. That would be a draw. Because the deer died. Homie died. Did they say the deer died? No, but I'm assuming. I'm assuming it kind of walked away. It was my understanding that there's not going to be an autopsy. So we may never know that. Come on, people! There was somebody that did get stuck by a buck's antler and was about four years ago, and it was pretty significant, but they did survive. The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission said it's important for hunters to make sure the deer is not moving for about 30 minutes before approaching it. Man, hunting must be boring as shit. You see that deer, you get excited, you shoot it, and then you have to stand there and look at its dead ass for 30 minutes? Yep. When you get up there, be really careful around it because it may not be dead. But if you let them lay there for a while and they don't move, he may have done that. We just don't know. (laughs) Bambi opened up a big old can of whoop-ass, says Easy Whiter. Rebecca Garcia chimes in, kill or be killed, deer one, hunter zero. That's not quite true. No. Nothing more dangerous than a wounded animal. Plus, he was an old man. It could have been a heart attack that killed him. Question mark? Like I hit the nail on the head. That was Lucky Lindy. Here's Trucker. Learn to reload the gun before you mess with the deer. Deer one, human zero. I deer hunt and never walk up on a deer I shot without being ready to shoot it again. Damn if it's not funny, but the buck won. All right. Victor Fiore says, zero sympathy. <laughs> John Farley writes, Trump's fault. <laughs> nice. 
Wish Trump would do something manly like deer hunting, Michael Alexander wrote. I don't blame the deer. It was fighting for his life. Sorry the old man died, but nature can be cruel. God, what is the point of these people talking? The only way I want to see Donald Trump hunting is if Dick Cheney's with him. Got nothing to say on that one? What'd you say? The only way I want to see Donald Trump hunting is with Dick Cheney with him. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to call it a night. <laughs>